Welcome to Mindful Talk, brief conversations about mindfulness in the workplace and at home. I am your host, Lauren Wessinger. And I'm your host, Misty Anderson. And this podcast is brought to you by The Mindful Project. The Mindful Project helps you elevate the culture of your business by bringing mindfulness practice to you and your staff through in-person and virtual learning. Contact us through our website, themindfulproject.co, for more information. Welcome to The Mindful Talk. Today's podcast is all about motivation for the entrepreneur. Hi, Lauren. Hi. I'll, I'll share with, the, with our listeners the tagline, which was moving the bus forward. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Keeping the moving the bus forward. Keep and on trucking. It, sometimes it's a little bitty. So I want to start with a funny story. So I, um, I really have been struggling with telling people what it is I do. (laughs) Like, and I was at the library the other day and they finally got the magazines back. Yay. And because of quarantine and blah, blah, blah. So they're back. And I saw that there's a magazine called Entrepreneur. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an entrepreneur. Like it literally took me, that was last Thursday. It took me to last Thursday to define I am an entrepreneur. I am. We, we have created a business. I have my own business. Um, It's crazy. So yes, I am an entrepreneur. And so we're going to talk about how we stay motivated because Lauren is one too. Totally. And I, I love that story. That's actually really funny. It's funny how we have these aha moments that are so obvious, but until we feel it in our body, almost like you knew on some level, but you didn't know like deep in your bones and now you do. Yeah. Well, and like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I went to school for business and everyone was like, what are you doing with your degree? Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. That's what I'm doing with my business degree. (laughs) And it's owning that role. Like, like with my yoga business online, I am the CEO of that business. I am the CFO of that business. I mean, I am the C-suite of Lauren Yoga. And if I don't continually sit my butt in that metaphorical seat, the business suffers. And, and that's why I'm really excited to talk about this, about moving the bus forward and what it means, because you and I have been having this conversation this month about the, the idea that where intention goes, energy flows, like what you're working on, what you're thinking about, what your tasks are, that's where the energy is going to go. And something that is receiving energy can't not shift, right? It's just physics, if you will. Yeah. It's crazy how many things as of recent, Lauren and I have manifested or discussed, and it's just like, just spreads like wildfires. And I'm almost amazed. Um, And I know there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs out there that feel that same way. You know, Mm -hmm. one day you have this little idea and you're trucking along and the little idea is just dragging, dragging, dragging. And then out of nowhere, it's like this ray of light and hope. It's such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling. It's funny, your story about 
people asking what you do. My degree is in supply chain management. And I actually used my degree for like 10 years and even my best friends, even my husband, like no one really knew how to describe what I did. They're like, Oh yeah, she has that logistics job. And nobody knew what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Another lifetime that was. Yeah. And now you're an entrepreneur. That's right. And in all the ways I've used all the skills that I learned from working that intensely for so long to inform what I do today. Right. I I think the best entrepreneurs that I know are people that have had many lives. Do you know what I mean? Like they've done a lot of jobs and they've met a lot of people and they've traveled and they failed a lot. And that's where I think that the success and stuff comes from is the failures. Definitely. Okay. So one of the things I think I've shared this with you at some point, my dad is, was also an entrepreneur. He opened a music store when I was a baby. Actually, I was a small child, not a baby. He's a musician and he started the music store by buying like five used band instruments. So like clarinets, flutes, that kind of thing. This was the time of classifieds in the paper. And so people would post in the paper that they're selling some clarinet. He went and bought like five or 10 instruments and then reached out to the the middle schools and rented them out for band that year. And he started this business. We enclosed the garage in our house in Tucson. He started it out of the house. And long story short, he had the business for like 30 years and had moved commercial locations several times. And it ended up being this this massive store. And he said something to me so long ago. I don't know. I was maybe in college and we were talking about his business. And he said, you know, the way I grew that is that every single day without fail, he said, I made sure I did three things for my business. And he really meant this. I mean, he rarely took a day off. So he was talking seven days a week. So you could apply this toward your own realistic schedule, but every single day, no matter what, at least three things, some days of course was like 25 things, you know, but he didn't let a day go by where he didn't do something for the business. And that has always stuck with me. And I have found that when I'm in sort of a slump and I'm unmotivated to nurture my business, I'm like, what three things can I do? That's so easy to do three things. What's one person I could reach out to What's one business I can research who needs yoga and needs my membership? What's one class I can plan for recording? And when you look at it that way, I mean, even if you do three things, seven days a week, that's 21 things you did for your business in one week. And in one month, that's like 85 things. I mean, it's the momentum and the exponential growth that little steps take that are kind of low energy, but that build over time. And that has been so key for me. Hello. Look at our podcast, right? Like this started as a tiny little thing. And all we do is like three little things. And now it's just growing. I love the three little things thing. Mm -hmm. I do good in threes. Threes help me. Like I do my three priorities a day. Now I'm going to like underline under that. I'm going to do three priorities for my business because that is really easy. And Motivation is hard when you're like, like you said, the CEO, the CFO in charge of everything. It's really easy to do three things. And like today, this morning, I've been thinking about, um, you know, we've been talking about finding funding for this mindfulness for police officers. And I thought, you know, 
You know who might be interested in this is Ariana Huffington and Thrive Global. And so I spent some time this morning on their website, looking at if they partner with nonprofits, if they have a nonprofit arm. And I was like, we kind of fit in with this business. And how can I make contact and just see, like just sending an email. Are you interested in, in pursuing the path of mindfulness for police officers as another arm of your business? I mean, who knows? But instead of just thinking that, it's looking at the website, finding out who to contact and sending the dang email. I mean, so easy to do. Check. check. <laughs> it, I know it's always the easy things that really bugger you up. I find my number, like the one thing that I can do for myself from a creative standpoint, I'm just not, okay. So I'm more like type a, and I like to get things done. And so when I sit down, I need to like a list of things I'm going to accomplish. Creativity doesn't work like that. And that's been really, really hard for me. Um, and so the best thing that I can do at all times is to take a walk. It literally is. And I think you and I have talked about this. We keep our phone notes. That's when things just come to us. And um, it's so when I feel really clogged, I go for a really, really long walk. And even at the beginning, if like I were to listen to a podcast or an audiobook towards the end, I will take my headphones out because then my mind's kind of like slowed down and all of the good stuff comes to me then. That's perfect timing because you know, you know this, but I send you boxers when I'm walking. Hey, what about this idea? I mean, because you're out of your element, you're getting fresh air and you feel inspired. So yeah, taking a walk, I think could be seen not only as like personal self-care, but as creative time for a business. Absolutely. I know. I think that's like, my husband's an avid runner and he runs pretty much every day. And I think that's when he does all of his thinking. Mm -hmm. Like that's when he works through everything. Yep. And then he's able to come back to work and like do the work because he's gone through all that other stuff. Totally. It's what you said too. It's, it's, you know, even if you're listening to a podcast through your headphones and if you go into notes, for example, on your iPhone, you can voice take notes and then when you hit done, your podcast immediately starts again. So like, say you're creating something, a blog post or a video or anything, and you're kind of doing research, right? You're listening to a, a book or a podcast for research. You can just start talking and dictate some notes and then your podcast just starts again. I mean, technology makes it so easy to do this, but take notes while you're walking or do voice um, memos to yourself while you're walking. Yeah. So great. I, I've seen a lot of business people like talking into their phone like this, you know, totally. and you know, they're dictating and it's like, I feel you, I feel you, you thought of something and you need to write it down. Yeah. Thank gosh. We have our little phones with us all the time now. No like kidding. I can't imagine being an entrepreneur, like when your dad was, how did he remember all the things? It's so funny. I used to work there from the time I was able to, you know, write legibly, which is still you know, the jury's out since I'm a lefty, it was always an <laughs> issue, <laughs> but, um, it was all on index cards and paper contracts. I mean, it's so funny, you know, the, the ways that we kept track of everything, but, you know, on that note, I have to say how great technology is as an entrepreneur. There's so many awesome systems out there. A lot of them are even free, but I will say this is my week. I am off social media this week, the third week of every month. I am going dark on all social media. The apps are off my phone. I'm not posting. I'm not looking. 
I cannot even tell you how much space I have in my brain in my day, how many ideas I'm getting. And so another way, if you're kind of in a slump and you're feeling unmotivated, get your butt off social media. I cannot even write it down now, write it down, girl. I cannot even enough tell you how much more productive you'll get spacious, calm, clear, inspired, because you don't have all this crap that you're letting into your eyeballs. I mean, I'm there with you. I'm on social media all day, most of the time, you know, but it really does take up space and does not allow time for your own creative thoughts to happen. Cause you're thinking about something else. You're thinking about what Jane had for lunch, you know? Yeah. Right. I know. So did you, did you say the third week of the month, can I join your bandwagon? Join it. And you know, the reason I chose that week is because usually the turn of the month is when I want to post a lot for yoga. And um, we might have a new topic for the podcast at the beginning of the month to share. But third week business-wise for for marketing feels pretty slow and just kind of middle of the month. So yeah, it felt really safe and it's awesome. I I love that. I've been I've been afraid to go dark for fear that people will think I died and then unfollow, unfollow me. But if you unfollow me because you think I died, then maybe we, you know, like send me a private message. I'll probably get it. I, I don't know. Right. I, yeah, I don't know why I worry you. about that. It sounds stupid just talking about it. You know, and no one will even notice. And then when you're back, then they'll notice and they'll be like, Oh, I missed you. I mean that, you know, people have such their own thing going on. It's like, Oh my gosh. You're exactly right. I, I, you know I, mean? I told a friend one time I was like, she was debating over leaving her job and I was like, I love you. And I know they love you and you're wonderful, but you know, you're replaceable, right? They're just going to stick somebody right in there and they're going to do probably a good job. <laughs> totally. We worry way too much about what other people are going to think about some of our decisions. Yes. People, I mean, think about how involved in your own life you are and how little you would care if Misty and Lauren were off social media for a week. <laughs> We want to think you would care, but I know I think there's like five people and all of those people would just text me. I know (laughs) they would be like, where are you? Are you okay? Okay. And I feel like a week per month is absolutely doable for any business. I took a month off last year and it was fine for business. Um, I might do that again this summer, like in July, but a week per month, it doesn't mess up your algorithms and Instagram, you know, like none, I don't think anything would, would be affected. And what it gifts you is priceless. I can't even tell you just the inner shift and the outer shift. And I mean, I keep saying this word space, but that's what I feel. I feel space that I don't feel when I'm looking at my phone all day. Well, your little tracker, it tells you all the time you've been on Instagram for an hour and 45 minutes. What? What? I'm disgusted with myself. Like it's disgusting. I know. I can't justify that to business, but that's what happens. I get on there to like post something just, you know, for work related things. And then you end up falling down the bunny hole of looking down it for 45 minutes. And then the little tracker tracks you. I I would love to have that say Z. I would feel like the best person ever, if that, cause my phone consumption would go way down. Yeah. I don't text that many people. No, it's all being on, on media, you know, oh, 
what a great, that's a good entrepreneurial tip because I think we, I think there's a lot of us that that's the tool we think is the be all end all. Right. Like you and I have discussed before. It's actually your emails. So I, I'm going to take that time back and I'm going to start focusing on that. Like during yes. that week of being off, I'm going to focus on my email marketing. On your email list, you guys. And maybe this is another bigger topic for another episode, but if you're putting more bank in your social media than your email list, that must be reconsidered and flipped. Your email list is more important than your social media. Yeah. I heard recently in the a class I'm taking with Jillian Harris called the Jilly Academy. And she said, if if the internet stopped or no, not the internet, if social media went away tomorrow and they shut it all down, would you be able to still operate your business? And I was like, no. <laughs> and th- I mean, it's been a great shift for me. So I'm excited to use this now free week that I have of all the times that I would be on those social media apps and I can work on the email list. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Um, so the other thing, and I know this is probably like, I don't know, intuitive maybe, but some people aren't readers. I was just going to say reading, reading twofold. I think a lot of people that are entrepreneurs get very caught up in like, do you remember cocktail with Tom Cruise? Yeah. He was like uber motivated and he read all the books. There's those people. Right. And they like read all the books that tell you all the different ways to be a leader and an entrepreneur. And what I will say to those people, because that was me for a very long time. I read up on coaching people and just all kinds of topics. I switched randomly sometime to incorporating novels. I needed to get my head somewhere else. And all of a sudden I found like this rabbit hole of creativity because these stories of people that weren't me started to make me, my brain just think. And so now I do a really good, it's very purposeful um, because I read a lot and I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I'm very aware of how much of that business related material I'm reading and how much for fun and to help me be creativity is in there. And it's really, really helped me, really helped me. And so like, if you're reading and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I read and I'm an entrepreneur, like maybe take a step back and like approach it a different way. Like, can I dig into other topics? Can I, cause I think what that does is, I don't know, I feel more well-rounded in that way. Cause before like me and you would meet and I bring the business to the table. You know, like, of course, I'm a mindfulness teacher and a yoga teacher too, but Lauren has way more experience than I do in that. And she's been out of like the corporate world way longer than I have. And so I have to approach it differently. And the, if I get all caught up in just the business reading, I'm not bringing the other half of me that does exist. I'm still creative and I still bring that part, but it's like, push down because I've been reading all this stuff about business mm-hmm. so reading and what you listen to is just really powerful in how you approach your business. And that goes with podcasts because there are dang good podcasts out there that can help you as an entrepreneur. So that's like a whole other avenue for us, which I think is wonderful now. 
Yeah. And I think even expanding that idea of being well-rounded to like, when's the last time you went to one of your local museums? I mean, I know a lot of our listeners are here in Fort Worth, but a lot are all over the country. And in Fort Worth, we have world-class museums, many of them. And just buying the yearly membership, because then you can go for like 45 minutes on a free afternoon and just allowing your mind to not think about your business for a while, I think is so crucial. And then also the idea of working on one project at a time, you know, so I think it's good to be ambiguous in what we're consuming as far as podcasts and reading and art and how we're moving our body. But you know, this feeling of having too many projects going on, and then none of those projects gets your full attention. And then what happens in your brain is that you have, your brain is too spread attention wise, and you get tired and burnt out and then nothing gets your attention. So I think it's really key, whether it's for a week or a day or a quarter, that one thing gets your attention and you put all your energy toward one thing, get that kind of moving, get some momentum behind it. And then if there's another project, switch gears. But I just don't see how we can grow anything well if we're doing like five things at once, five totally different things at once. You have shown me how you do this so well and you've taught this to me. I will ask Lauren like, oh, I have this creative idea and here's what we should do. Lauren's very good about saying, I'm really focused on this part of my business or whatever's going on. But next quarter, which starts in March or April, I want to focus on that. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's really great. Like way to make space for it. That's what you're doing. You're making space to focus on it. And dang it, if we don't get more accomplished that way. So thanks for leading that charge because it's helped me in my own business be able to say like, I just don't, I don't like doing everything a little bit. I want to give something my all and complete it and make it the way it should be. And in order to do that, you have to zero in on that. And that's just the truth. I would also tell people, I would leave people probably with this. Um, we have ha we have a pat podcast on what is mindfulness and how to practice it. Um, if you're an entrepreneur and you don't incorporate mindfulness into your own business and the way you do things, I think that you're going to be left in the dust. And that's just my opinion, because I think mindfulness is finally spreading. We are finally have all this information and knowledge and people are grasping it and it's changing businesses. It's changing leaders and it's changing companies. And so the best thing that you can do is start to incorporate that into your life. It's very simple. You can read a lot about it. You can listen to podcasts about it like this. So I, I think that that's a good recommendation I have for people is just, I think it will change your business. It's changed mine. I agree. I don't know how it could not just enhance everything you're trying to do, whether it's in business or in family and relationships and personal health. It's, I see it as a big, a big pie, right. Or a big pizza and mindfulness is, is a majorly important maybe quarter of that pizza, a really important piece of it that without it, there's just something missing about how we relate to our thoughts, our energy, our capacity, our ability. I think it's so vital. I agree. I enjoyed this. It motivated me. And now me I'm going to get on social media for the third week of the month, which is really exciting, like a vacation. 
it feels like a vacation. I know it sounds like so either nothing, or maybe you're thinking whoever's listening, if this applies to you, I can't do that. You guys, we owe it to our lives to wake up to our own lives and not the life happening in our screen. I love it. Thank you so much. Thanks for being a great entrepreneur and being a really good leader and helping me a lot. (laughs) Thank you for being an inspiration to me always. All right, guys, take care. Thank you so much for listening to Mindful Talk. We don't take it lightly that you spent your time listening to our podcast, and we are forever grateful. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome to a more mindful way of living and working.